He's a hero. <laughs> see? See that? Royce, you do like this green book. Now here's the one that you'd love. Hey, it's good to be here tonight. It's good for the ones that can make it back. I know it's a nasty day. And the ones that went to the uh, Brother Patrick's ordination service, I know you've had a long I know you had a, it was a great service. Yes. I know that for a fact. And, but it's good to be here tonight, and, and uh, we all, we're going to Lord in prayer. Sister Pam, can I call on you? This evening, this has been a busy day. Oh, wait, brother Bobby and Sister Pam and Belinda, we went to an ordination for Brother Patrick, and it was really a spiritual. I, I, I told uh, 
Sister Marilyn, it was a lot like the ordination here for Brother Chris. It was the Lord was in it, and it was a spiritual meeting. And uh, I want everybody to pray for Brother Patrick. And, and uh, as, as was mentioned this morning, uh, Liberty Hill feels like we took part in raising, helping to raise Brother Patrick. And so the Lord's called him to pastor up at Shady Grove. That's going towards Arab on 231. And uh, he needs our prayers. But I know that him and Sister Sydney, uh, uh, they love the Lord. And, and uh, I know that they'll do a good job. But let's uh, please keep them uh, in our prayers. And... Uh, and uh, Blenda's going to kill me, but I've got just a few little verses of Scripture that I'd like to read. Um, uh, she said, let's just have conference and go home. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And uh, I told her that's what we were going to do. But uh, I had uh, something during the ordination that kind of... Uh, uh, gave me a thought and and I, I began to, to to think about um, we they were reading the 18 articles of faith and um, there was a particular article that was read all of them all of them if you've read them they all have a, a, a wonderful meaning and they and they back up why we believe what we believe and it's not just something wrote down but there's there's scripture that backs up each one of these, each one of these articles. But um, I want to read to you uh, article number seven uh, that's in our, our our 18 articles of faith. It said, uh, "We believe that in order to be saved, sinners must be regenerated or born again. That regeneration consists in giving a holy disposition." Uh, to the mind that it is uh, that it is affected in a manner above our comprehension by the power of the Holy Spirit in connection with divine truth so as to secure our voluntary obedience to the gospel and that its proper evidence appears in the holy fruits of repentance and faith and newness of life and the part that, that stuck out to me here is where it says above our comprehension by the power of the Holy Spirit in connection with divine truth. And a verse that everybody knows by heart is John 3.16 and it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And as I read that article of faith and thought about this scripture here, I, <clears throat> Brother Greg, I said, this is beyond understanding. This is beyond our comprehension as to how a God could love us so much uh, in, in spite of our sins and our, our, our mistakes and everything that, that we do. Uh, a lot of people say, well, uh, Adam started that over in the Garden of Eden. Well, 
Uh, I started it in my life. When I, I mean, I know sin was on the earth, but I was, uh, I'm more guilty than Adam yeah. uh, was. And, and, and a lot of times when somebody gives you something, and I've said this before, when somebody gives you something, um, especially in this day and time, red flags tend to go up because you're wondering uh, what, what are they wanting from me? Especially if you get something in the mail that says it's free and you're wondering what are they wanting from me? But uh, I begin to think about this verse that he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And this was the only way that you and I had a chance to be saved. The only way. It was uh, uh, everything else was tried. We couldn't keep the law. Uh, uh, and, and, and all these things were tried. People tried to live right, do good, help old ladies across the road. But in spite of all of that, we were stained with sin. We were stained with sin. And, and to think that somebody would have enough love for us and y'all have heard me say before that when Austin was born, I wasn't crazy about babies, but when Austin was born and, and, and the nurse handed him to me, I thought I couldn't love anything, Sister Pam, more than this. A little old baby. And, it's, and, 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 and the Lord put Belinda and I together and somehow another this thing was formed. And, and, uh, and then it struck me while I was holding him, looking in his little face, it struck me and it said, I love you more than you love him. <laughs> and I thought to myself, boy, that's, that's love that's beyond comprehension. So when the writer wrote this seventh article uh, 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 of faith, uh, he mentions in there that it's beyond our understanding. And a lot of folks today, the reason that we live in a world that's full of lost people today is because they try to figure it out with this. Mm -hmm. And it's because everything else in this world you figure out with your mind. Brother Bobby, I don't understand. It still blows my mind that when I was growing up, we had a TV antenna sticking up on our house. And somehow or another, from, a, from, a, from a, another antenna, they could send a signal over there and it brought a picture on our television. That just amazed me. Well, now that's, that's old news. We, we've got the internet. We've got, we can bring things to our fingertips uh, just at a type or a command. We can bring information to our, and, and this blows my mind. But you know, I'm glad that I can. I'm glad that I can. It's, it's, it's real nice to say, uh, uh, what's her name, Siri? It's real nice to say, Siri, uh, uh, what year did this happen? And her just come back to you. We don't have to look in a dictionary or, or, or I mean, an encyclopedia. And it's nice. But it doesn't bother me that I don't understand how that works. It doesn't bother me. I'm glad that there's people that's smart enough to know how that works. And they, and they, 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 they man that kind of thing. And that's that's their responsibility. But I'm going to tell you today, I don't understand why Jesus loved me enough to give himself as a sacrifice on Calvary's cross 
to save a wretch like me. That, that's beyond my comprehension. That's beyond my understanding. And if I try to figure that thing out, Brother Royce, with my mind, if I try to, uh, 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 to, to, to put it down like apples and oranges, it'll never make sense to me. And today, if folks would just believe with their heart and understand uh, uh, that God loves us today and that he, he loves us more than anything, uh, uh, that he would do anything for us today and give his son uh, 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 a ransom for us today, uh, then we ought to just accept that. Amen. I'm afraid that too many people today have come to the altar and, and they're tore up. They are. They're tore up. There's conviction on them. There's, they're, they've, they've been shown by the gospel that they're lost and undone uh, without God. And they come and, and, and immediately a lot of them will try to start figuring this thing out with their mind as to what, what, what do I need to do or what uh, uh, I've done this and I've done that and the devil will drag up their past and, and uh, uh, the devil will say you've done this and that and that is unforgivable but I, I'm going to tell you something today uh, when a young man or a young lady or an old man or an old lady uh, bows their head down and just turns it all over to God and say God I don't know why you did this and I don't know why you love me this much uh, but God I'm glad you do and I'm going to believe it to the saving of my soul today. Amen. 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 Boy, I tell you, uh, 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 we, we, and, and, and a long time ago, I appreciate the teaching we've had here uh, at Liberty Hill in our Sunday school. And Brother Michael uh, and Brother Chris has really done a wonderful job in bringing out that, and when it comes to something that we don't understand, something that we can't put our finger on exactly, then we just trust God that He's higher than we are. He knows about it today. I don't know why uh, bad things happen to good people. I really don't. And uh, we sing a song uh, that it looks like uh, the wicked can prosper in what they do. And the folks that's trying to serve God uh, have some problems in their life. That don't make sense to me, Deacon. But I, I'm going to tell you something today. I serve an almighty God that knows all things today. He knows the future. And everything he does is for a reason. Amen. My heart was broke this morning. But I said, God, you've got a reason. Help me to trust in you enough, Lord, to know that you've got a reason. He does. He does. It's not for me to try to figure out. That's not my job. It's not your job. But to trust in Him that He knows what He's doing. He knows what He's doing. I love one of the, one of the verses that I love the most is all things work together for good. Them that love the Lord. Them that are called according to His purpose. So, Brother Bobby, if I hit a if I hit a pothole in the road, that's working out to good somehow or another. I can't explain it. I don't like paying the mechanics straighten that out. But it's working to my advantage somewhere down the road. And I have to trust God. You know, sometimes, and I hate to admit this, but sometimes when things are going real, real good in my life. <laughs> 
Yeah, I get on the mountaintop every now and then, and, and things are going good in my life. If I'm not careful, Sister Vanessa, I'll get to where I don't depend on the Lord quite like I ought to. Because things are going good, and, and uh, I say, well, I, I've, got, I've got this handle. But I've gotten old enough, Brother Greg, to know that tomorrow can be a totally different day. That mountaintop experience that I'm on today may not be here tomorrow. And probably won't. And probably won't. <coughs> but God gives us the valleys to help our faith to get stronger. And when we're in a valley and things are not going exactly like we want, hang on. Just hang on. Because there's a mountaintop just around the corner. <coughs> I said in a funeral the other day, I said our life, our Christian life, and our, 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 our carnal <coughs> life is like a roller coaster. It is. Ups and downs, ups and downs. But if we will be steady with the Lord and say, Lord, this ain't going too good, but God, I know you know best. And I know that some good will come out of it some way or another. And as down and out as we can get sometimes, ain't it amazing that in a day or two, you feel like you're floating on a cloud. So today, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, but today, when we're reaching for these folks that don't know the Lord, Let's try to encourage them not to try to figure it out with their yeah. mind. Because they'll never, ever figure it out. Never, ever. The greatest men of God, I believe, would admit to you that they have never quite figured out. His ways are higher than our ways. His ways are mysterious. Very mysterious. But I've served Him long enough and I've known Him long enough to know who said it today? We win in the end. <laughs> Sister, Vanessa. Sister Vanessa, we win in the end. And boy, I'm glad of that today. I really am. But I want to encourage you. Just trust in Him with all your heart. And whenever somebody comes down here, now, I want you to understand, and I believe this with all my heart, when somebody makes that step to get saved, or whether they're making that step, maybe they've been saved, they're making that step to rededicate their life to the church. The devil is already on their back. And he'll say, so-and-so said they saw bright lights and they saw this. Now, you're not seeing all of that. And he will try to put things in people's minds that will discourage them from believing to the saving of their soul. But have you seen those that have come down and uh, they finally just turn it all over to God, just turn it all over to them. When I was baptized before I got saved, preacher, 
that was the toughest thing for me after I got saved was to get humble enough to go back and tell the church where I was at. Mm -hmm. Now, that, I'm ashamed of myself for having that much pride, but I did. God bless you. And I'm going to tell you how the Lord works. The Lord used Brother Norman Putnam, Putnam, my pastor. And we were studying the 18 Articles of Faith. And we got to the article there where it talks about salvation being prerequisite to baptism. I don't think I even knew what prerequisite meant. That was too big a word for me. But he began to explain it. He said, this means that until you get saved, there's no way you can be part of the uh -huh. church. He said, you can be ducked underwater 50 times, but if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, they may have you on the book, but you're not a member. But you're not a member. God said, can I show you any clearer what I'm trying to tell you? <laughs> Driving home from Birmingham one afternoon, I said, God, I'll go and confess to the church exactly where I'm at. I'll turn in my deacon ordination papers and I'll let them know where I'm at. And God, I'm willing, if the church will have me, Lord, I'm willing to offer myself a candidate for baptism. And Brother Greg, did nobody laugh? Did nobody? I'm sure that there was, after church, <coughs> the community about whispered a little bit about it. But they loved me. They hugged my neck. I immediately came forward and said, I feel the need to unite with the church by that. You should have done it a long time ago. I said, if y'all have me, I want to, and I feel that too. Boy, they made a move just like that. And that was done. We went to the river Sunday or two after that. And the devil could not hound me anymore. I was still going to heaven. I'm sure I was going to heaven. I say. But I wanted to be part of the church. So today, if there's somebody trying to figure something out with their mind, church, reach out to them and let them know. Stop trying to figure it out here and let the Lord speak to you here. And believe with all your heart. And when we completely Turn it all over to Him. I like to say it like this. Lord, no matter what. Lord, no matter what. My getting saved is more important. And my pride is more important than what people think. This goes right along with what the preacher preached today. About what people think about you. It's what God thinks about you today. Well, I love y'all. I didn't preach. That was a devotion. And... <laughs> And uh, uh, but I but I but I love you and thank you for being patient with me and and uh, I just had to get that off my heart I really did and it, it confirmed it when they were reading those eighteen articles of faith today over there and uh, we're fixing to have conference but I want to give you an opportunity if you've got uh, anything you need to do or say you you mind the Lord if you got a testimony or anything you need to do.